Agents Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Chime. Chime offers an award-winning sales acceleration platform built for the real estate industry. Powered by artificial intelligence, Chime delivers the data insights agents and teams need to make the most out of the leads they already have and to get to a close faster. Through an expanding partner network, Chime's easy-to-use conversion platform also delivers quality sales-ready leads from the get-go. It eliminates time-consuming manual tasks and helps agents focus on what matters most, building their network, servicing clients, and growing the bottom line. To learn more about how Chime can help you, visit www.chime.me or call 833-682-4463. Welcome back, Lab Code Nation. Welcome back to another episode of the Lab Code Agents podcast. And this one, I say this sometimes, but I really mean it this time. This is interesting. Uh, usually when I introduce our guest, I have a one-sheeter, I have websites, I know a lot about them because usually they come to us, right? This particular guest, on the other hand, is actually our second from an introduction from Clubhouse. Uh, remember, we're recording this probably a month or two before this goes out, so just bear with us here. Uh, but this is really important because for all those clubhouse naysayers, like that's the second really good connection now that I've made. I know very little about her be- other than what I've stalked, and here's what I can tell you. What did you stalk? <laughs> uh, LinkedIn, of course, and that is what we're going to talk about today. So this is here's how I'm going to describe her. She's like a wizard. She is like uh, an expert. She is a savant. She is all of those adjectives about LinkedIn. And as I was telling uh, Judy before we went live, we don't have a whole lot of those. Like LinkedIn is like that, just that outlier social media platform. It's like, well, I feel like I probably should be there. But then when I go there, people just recruit me and I just don't know what I can do with it. I don't know how to use it. And so when we met in a clubhouse room, I was like, ooh, and I messaged her immediately through Instagram and was like, let's connect. I'd love to interview. I'd love to get to know you. I'd love to bring you into our circle because you're not necessarily in the real estate space, which I love as well, because most of our guests like sell stuff to real estate and you're just here because you're so passionate about LinkedIn. And that's what we're going to share today. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, let's do it. Judy Fox. Uh, her title uh, per LinkedIn, LinkedIn Business Accelerator. What the hell does that even mean, Judy? Tell us who you are. <laughs> I am the person that's going to swoop into your life and you're going to forever be changed on LinkedIn. First of all, your business is going to change on LinkedIn. So that's why I call it a LinkedIn Business Accelerator because it is not just walking in on LinkedIn and trying to figure out how to turn all the knobs. I'm here to pull the only levers on LinkedIn that matter to get business in on your, to get sales, to get business. Let's make it happen. I love it. So before (laughs) we get into that though, I want to know a little bit more about you. And so kind of like your background, what led you to where you are today? Again, not real estate. And and I want to say this, like there's some randomness in my eyes, like air lead PA, environmental specialist. Like that's an obvious segue to LinkedIn uh, Accelerator. Yeah, super obvious. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us about you. Like, where do you, what do you come from? What, what have you done? So I graduated college in the 
1999. And when I tell you that, it's because I, I literally had to look up in a book what I want to be when I grow up. There was no internet. There was, there was no Google, what do you want to be? Or there was no option if I even wanted to be a blogger or Instagrammer. In 1994, did that exist? Did MySpace, because I remember joining MySpace, but I'm trying to remember when my first profile on MySpace went up and I had to pick my like favorites or something. I want to say that was college, but I could. Yes. So I I think, I think you and I are about the same age. I was born in 77. 76. So, okay. We're same age. (laughs) So here's the deal. I went through college and I thought to myself, I'm, my dad's an engineer. My sister's an engineer. Fine. I'll be an engineer. My dad kept telling me that's a really smart way to go. I tend to listen to my dad. So I go to school, become an engineer, chemical engineer, and I start working petroleum refineries, start working in gypsum mines, start traveling the world for environmental regulations because I started studying pollution. Pollution is very much connected to the environment with chemicals. So if I understand chemical engineering, I can understand pollution, cleanup processes. So did all that. And then I got my master's in environmental environmental and business sustainability. And that's the final link because the business sustainability piece was studying companies for why are they not just environmentally sustainable, ah, I can't say the word, sustainable, but they are also economically sustainable. They're also uh, social sustainability where they take care of the people around them. So when I combine those things, that's why I know what I do now because I build truly, people don't come to me saying I need a sustainable business, but really do they? Yes. They want to sleep at night every single night, knowing they know exactly what they need to do to get business in the door. I love that. And I think actually, I bet you, and I'm going to call out our listeners right now, a lot of you real estate agents, when we say a sustainable business, like, what does that mean to you? Like, just stop, pause. What does that mean to you? Uh, To me, it means like, business is just going to continue to come in, in perpetuity, because I've built something that has created that. Um, And I don't know that a lot of people, I I didn't probably really understand that uh, just until the last few years when I started really getting deep in social media, ironically. Uh, But that's what that building that sustainability means. So how does, you explained it, but what leads specifically to LinkedIn? Like what just like flipped this in 2018 and said, I'm going to go like take an about face. So 10 years before is when it flipped. It's 2018 that I finally talked about it. It Took me 10 years to actually explain what I was doing behind the scenes that was literally changing my own life. I finally decided and I had the courage from coaches, from people I finally hired because I see this world. I see this world out there of amazing people running courses and I'll teach you this and I'll teach you that. And I was like, hey, I have something I could teach people. I know how to do what I knew how to do, which was grow my own environmental consulting business and leverage LinkedIn to be a sustainable business generating system. And it wasn't relying upon being a content creator, posting all the time, post three times a day. Some of that to me is bullshit. Can I say that? Yeah, sure. You just did. 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 (laughs) That is the lowest hanging fruit. That is just frequency. You just put out a post. Who cares? I don't care. Like, that's nice that you did that, but that's not business sustainability. 
Do you think though that that, I don't disagree, especially as it relates to LinkedIn, but I do believe some of the other platforms that because of the way the algorithms work, that that consistency is what creates visibility, consistent visibility. Uh, because as you know, like you, you may or may not know this, but it, like, like Instagram, you know, if you have your post is only going to be shown to like 10% or less of your audience. And so you have to play a game with the computers, the algorithm, to get seen maybe by 15%, maybe by 20, maybe by 30, right? I don't think that applies to LinkedIn. I could be wrong. I think it applies differently. Okay. So tell us. Yeah. Tell us about this. <laughs> tell us about And I will this. say I have, so I, okay, so back it up. Beep, 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 beep. To when I was 10 years ago, so 2008, okay. the economic crisis hit. I was actually working for United States Gypsum Corporation at the time. So building a construction industry, I was involved with sheetrock, tanked. So I lost my so, job. So this is this core, this corresponds with the real estate and mortgage crash as well, yeah. obviously. Okay, got it. Just yeah. And get so in perspective I, for us. Yeah, it does circle back that I literally know sheetrock like the back of my hand. <laughs> so any sheetrock questions. Um, the point is I was let go and that's the moment I joined LinkedIn. So I joined LinkedIn right then, networked, figured out networking, connecting, all the different things because networking is way more than just connecting and, hey, let's get on a call, way freaking more. So when I started networking back in 2008, that's when people started hiring me to network to help them get to a job because people really needed help back then. And so as I was networking to my own job, I was helping a few people. I had probably like that year, 2008, 2009, I probably worked with about anywhere from like 50 people just for, because I wanted to, not because I was trying to build a business. I wanted to get my own full-time job. I was side hustling. Is that why you went on LinkedIn in the first place was to go find a job? Yes. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. So then I saw the power of what I was doing, but I still kept thinking, I love corporate life. I was, I was bought and sold and I loved thinking I liked being part of a team. I liked the corporate vibe. So, <laughs> and I had a really great experience right out of college. So the thing I kept saying is I'm just here to get another job, but I will never be caught without a network and without a side hustle ever again. So for the rest of my life, I will maintain something because I don't want to be caught like I was in 2008, like gone, like everything that. gone. So that is why when 2014, I tell people I had another kind of life crisis moment. I became a single mom overnight my world exploded, moved back in with my parents at 38 years old, had to start over with literally what I put in my car. And that moment became another critical moment for LinkedIn because I immediately was able to network to another job. I was immediately able to close contracts to have my own environmental consulting business. So then I leaned into business development and sales, closed clients like Rolls-Royce and Tesla and Kraft Scott's miracle grow because of LinkedIn. So I don't know if I'm exactly explaining the connection and I kind of got lost in my own freaking story here. I get so excited, <laughs> but I keep telling people it's like walking into a party. And if, if you want to own it and you don't like the music, go up to the DJ station and put on your own songs, walk into LinkedIn. Like you own the place, put on your own music. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Somebody spamming you. 
not, not your, not your problem. You don't like something about the platform, ignore it. Focus on the things that work because it blows your mind because it works. Okay. So two questions, but probably before we get super deep, one was what you just said, which you, you know, you, you compared to going up to the DJ booth. I think somebody, well, actually, let me, let me digress first. Number one, if I'm a real estate agent and I'm always interviewing, like I'm in the head of one, that is okay. You did this for this environmental industry, mm-hmm. maybe more doable on LinkedIn. I'm a real estate agent and there's 10 million of me and there's 10 million of me on social media, probably a few million on, on LinkedIn. Right. So it's, it's a diluted world. It's gotta be easier, Judy. Number one, number two, hold that thought. Number two, um, go to the DJ booth and make my own music. What the hell does that mean to go to LinkedIn and make my own way? What is that? What the hell does that mean? You walk into LinkedIn and you throw out the way you used to think about it. It's not a place for your resume. So step number one, I will just break it down. Step number one, you're a real estate agent and you wake up tomorrow so freaking excited. No, you don't even wake up. You literally listen to this episode. As you're listening to this episode, you are opening up LinkedIn. You're freaking out right this second. So right this second, this is what you're going to do. You're going to make a list and you're going to say, Judy told me to do this. (laughs) You're going to say to yourself, I'm going to make sure my profile, I'm going to start thinking about it differently. I'm going to start thinking about it like it's a website, like it's a lead generating page as you go down it. Do not treat it like it's a resume. Do not treat it like it's boring. Treat it like it's your own website. How would you convert traffic? If people are coming to your real estate website, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Do you show them testimonials? Do you show them um, some properties or your locations? Do you show them social proof? Social proof as in people are celebrating you. They're, they're holding up their keys. They're showing the sold. They're showing emotion. Do you put any pictures of emotion on your on your com- on your literal website what in the world do you do do you put a calendar link so people can get a hold of you what are the what are the things that you do take that knowledge that you do that and put that on linkedin and build out that page to reflect that i'm going to give you a great client of mine that has done it love how he's done it love his profile it's not perfect but it is a lead generating machine barry wolf if he's in commercial real estate, I understand it's not exactly residential, but it's the same thing. He has a testimonial page that you link to. He has his properties. He has social proof. Study it, look at it, check it out. <laughs> and it's my client. Say, say, say the name again. Barry Wolf, W-O-L-F-E. Because fox and wolves go together. <laughs> Do they though? Oh, do they Barry. <laughs> do they now? <laughs> I don't I don't think they actually do. <laughs> I don't think Barry, so. if you're listening, which you are listening, Barry, I appreciate you. So That's thank awesome. you. I mean, I have some other amazing clients too. I could start naming them in the real estate space, but you don't need to be overwhelmed right now. You just need to go to one place, go to one example that'll show you what a lead generating page on LinkedIn looks like. No longer a resume. That's oh. what walking up to the DJ booth is like. So all right, Judy. Um, I talked <laughs> to other social media experts, and you know, 
I focus, a lot of my focus has been on Facebook or Instagram, maybe YouTube, which really isn't applicable here. It's not comparable. It's different. And TikTok's kind of its own thing as well, right? So let's yeah. focus on Instagram and Facebook, which is where I think most people are. In, you know, everybody has a presence on one of them, if not both of them. Everybody tells me, Judy, that on those platforms, I should be more authentic. I should not be posting nearly as much business content. In fact, they tell me it should be 80% personal authentic content and 20% or less business. But now you're telling me, and I, I've heard this, like we all know LinkedIn's professional, but you're basically telling me, I think, that I should be posting all professional content on LinkedIn, right? Nope. All I told you was to build out your profile like it's a business and it's serious because when you create content, you drive traffic to a basically a sales page. So I will not tell you that you have to go out and post content on LinkedIn. I'm going to tell you, first of all, if you are thinking just, I need to go out and do content, I, I dial people back. And I say the first step before you ever make a post on LinkedIn is you go out and comment. I'm going to have everyone do 10 comments. That's your goal. 10 comments this week. When I say comments, high quality comments, not great post, um, like that a lot. You have emoji, to- what Emoji, emoji, emoji. OMG. <laughs> Emojis are fun. But you go out on LinkedIn with the intent of doing 10 high quality comments. I had a client do 15. Okay, fine. It was five more. She did 15 high quality comments over three days. She saw 2000% increase in her visibility on LinkedIn in three days. And the reason why it's because LinkedIn cares about conversations. I've heard it straight from Dan Roth, who is the chief of the LinkedIn news. He's on Clubhouse. And I heard him say, we care about conversations. If you are having conversations, we want to amplify those conversations. So I show you how to get those high quality conversations get seen, get that visibility, because that visibility is your profile visibility. Everything I just told you in step one, you're, you're getting visibility. You're getting your profile seen. So the profile is professional. Sure. But your content and your comments are real. And when I say authentic, you are active listening to people. You're learning how to active listen to people on the platform. What's the difference between my content and my profile though? Because, you know, you mentioned the testimonials, the social proof, the properties, like the, you know, the normal stuff. That's is, a website. Is, isn't that my content though too? Because it's ever changing. Testimonials are ever changing. Listings You'll see when you look at Barry's. You'll look at Barry's. He has a link to his testimonial page on his website. On his on his profile. Yes. Which you call a website. Yes. It's interesting. It's just a lead yeah. generating machine. It's like a mind. It's a mind <laughs> shift. It's a mind shift. Yeah. So profile is not content. Profile is just profile. Profile is your website. LinkedIn profile is your website. Okay. That's it. Then, so imagine you are on Instagram. This LinkedIn profile is the equivalent of Instagram giving you that little bio area and giving you that link tree if you wanted to put it or sociotap or whatever you put there that drives traffic on Instagram in your bio, that one link they give you. I am literally telling you, you take that knowledge of you knowing even just how to do that on Instagram. Do you try to convert traffic through that? or do something with that traffic, 
Are you asking me? Yeah. On Instagram, it aren't most real estate agents trying to do some activity with that traffic that comes to their profile. A hundred percent. They're trying to get people, you know, they want people to DM them, right? They want to engage same, and create a conversation. Yeah. Same thing on LinkedIn. Take, take your concept of how you think about your Instagram profile, that above area, just take it over to LinkedIn and take the same concept. It works. It's the same exact concept. I actually got coaching and trained by someone who runs a seven-figure Instagram agency. And I took that same concept and I took it over to LinkedIn. From where? From Instagram. Really? If, if you treat, that's the same concept, exactly what you would think. I know Chelsea Pites. She mm -hmm. would the way she's organized her Instagram, she is my client over on LinkedIn. So go study Chelsea Pites, for example. Yeah. She has the lead generating machine, aka from Judy. <laughs> yeah, and she and she now that's a name that our lab code the world is, is familiar with. Chelsea's awesome. And she then look at her profile. She's a result of Judy Fox. I love it. We will absolutely <laughs> check that out. So okay, so I think I, I can understand what you mean by the website slash your profile page. Now, when it comes to ongoing content, like you mentioned, yes. don't post three times a day. Is there a certain cadence or, or tempo that you suggest to like that they should stick to? Because I also don't want them to think, well, I only need to go post once a month. Um, number That's one. That's how much I post. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. I have millions of views and I post once a month. Would that work for somebody just starting though? No, I have a ramp up, a plateau, like not a plateau, like it's a bad plateau. Plateaus sound bad. We're not losing, it's not like a losing weight here. We have a maintain sustainability visibility because once you get to a certain point, whatever you do to pull the lever, you will get continuous business. It's like just keeping your website up and running. And then I have a major growth one. You want to go super viral. You want tons more visibility and you just want to go into the stratosphere. Most people want this to this. Like I want to know how to maintain all this visibility that I just learned how to create. Does that make sense? I think so. Okay, go on. The idea that we have to constantly be going up. Got it. Is not sustainable. From a human being standpoint, I cannot generate that much content for the rest of my life because here's the deal. Am I going to have a death in my family? Unfortunately, yes. So Am you're not posting have... while you're at the funeral? No. I'm, I'm <laughs> totally kidding here. I'm totally kidding. I know, but think about it. Life events are going to happen. Correct. People have children. People should take time off to be with their kids in the summer or whatever they do or during a pandemic. They should, they should have the flexibility. So I truly believe... All you need to do is ramp up to a sustainable business strategy because there is no reason to try to constantly be like, unless every human being is trying to be Gary Vaynerchuk or trying to be, I, I mean, that's nice, but is this also sustainable where you can take time off? You right. can take a month off. I took the whole month of August off and I took three weeks of December off completely off of social media maintained all my visibility because I know how to do it. <laughs> I think that's really interesting. It's a good, it's a, it's a great topic of conversation, but I also don't want the audience to think that that's easy because you have to do the beginning. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like building your brand on social media takes years. In my opinion, it takes a good on the low end, two to three years, if you do it effectively. And then once you get there, it's up to you. Like you can pull the Judy uh, uh, you know, strategy or you can pull the Jeff strategy. I'm still this. 
but awesome. I'm also, I'm, but I'm also, we're building, we have like new startups and opportunities and I, I get influencer opportunities, which the reason I got the opportunity is because of the visibility. So I can't just go AWOL from, you know what I mean? So it's, yes, but I, I'm not, I'm not the audience. I'm the anomaly here. There's less Jeffs. There's more. So let's focus on the, let's focus on the audience, getting them up to the plateau, getting them up to what you just said, which is I created a brand. I created visibility. Go. What I tell that audience is a cadence that is sustainable. That is also visible generating is one to two posts per week on LinkedIn. To me, that's very, um, visibility generating. If they, if they want to make it a little, potentially a little more vertical, if only if you are generating likes and comments on those posts, if you are generating zero likes and comments on one post a week, then you have way more work to do before you try to ramp up to three posts a week. Explain. You are just comment. You are creating content for an empty pool of eyeballs. There's nobody in your auditorium. So imagine you open up the doors and you are standing on stage. Your content is on stage. Pretend it's a video. Mm -hmm. You just made a video for LinkedIn Mm -hmm. and you get zero to maybe 10, a hundred views. People are trickling into your auditorium. They're checking it out, but they're not. And there are no likes and comments. You have work to do because you should be getting visibility. So I tell people don't start. That doesn't mean I have one post and it didn't get visibility. I need to post more. I tell people to stop posting, go out and like and comment. And the reason why I'm going to tell people that I'm going to tell people that till I'm blue in the face, LinkedIn doesn't know who you and they want to be in conversation with. LinkedIn will show your posts to people if they think you are having good conversations with people. It's the equivalent of you being on stage at the event and Jeff is about to talk and Jeff is like, there's all these freaking people in the lobby. Why are they not coming into my auditorium? I am up on stage. So Jeff's like, all right, there's like 10 people in the audience, but he has a room for a thousand. He goes out into the lobby and he's like, okay, everybody come on. And he goes into a couple circles because they're standing in circles talking like they do before the pandemic. And he's like, hey, hey, come on in. I am about to step on stage. Come on in here. That's what your comments are doing to LinkedIn. You have to tell LinkedIn what conversation they want to pull into your audience. They don't know who to bring into your auditorium. So you have to go out and get the people into your auditorium and then you can post to your heart's desire. But if you keep posting and posting and posting and you're getting zero likes and comments, stop that, go out and comment. Interesting. And and that I'll, I'll put my hand up and say that totally applies to me. Granted, I don't focus on LinkedIn. I just use it as another place to to, to park content that I'm parking other places. But yeah. the truth is, and I'm not going to pat myself on the back, but I, I have some really good content. Like we put out really good video tutorial. I mean, we, I have a bunch of, I have videographers on staff and we do good stuff. And I'm basically talking to an empty auditorium and yeah. I don't, I, I, I have to admit, I also don't care. I haven't cared. I should though. Like that's stupid. That's in fact, I should slap myself for saying that because that's stupid. <laughs> like what, why do I even waste the 30 seconds or you know minute and a half it takes me to go upload it to LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. What's the point then? And, 
and um, I, I, you know, I, this is this is good for me. If no one else, somebody's going to get something out of this. I am. Yes. Uh, well, and here's the thing: you have a. Everyone's got a different strategy. Let's just own it. Everyone can have 100%. a different strategy. Yeah. I'm giving you the strategy for the frustrated person who is maybe not you. You don't seem frustrated by it. That's fine. I I think you should have a strategy to park it. There's a whole parking lot strategy. I want to park my content here. Like a booth. Oh my gosh. But what's the point? Like what now I'm questioning myself. What is the point? Like you could be getting you could be getting visibility, but you're not. YouTube is a parking lot, potentially, right? Like it's a place to store videos. Now, granted, yes, you can grow a really big business and audience there, but that I can I can understand being a parking lot. LinkedIn's not a parking lot. LinkedIn's a net, it's a networking function. It's a BNI. It's a, it's a, that's what it is. It's, it's mm-hmm. a chamber of commerce, all glorified, right? But <laughs> what's the point of going to the chamber of the BNI if you're going to sit in the corner and, and suck on your thumb? Yes. You're your time. And I tell people it doesn't have to be a lot of commenting. It, again, I'm, it depends on how steep you want the slope. If you want the slope super vertical, comment a ton. But if you want the slope, you just, how, would would people in this ah, I can't even talk. If people listening right now would like to go from zero to 10 likes and 10 comments. And 10 comments could come from potential partners, potential uh, potential clients, potential people who have bought from them in the past, but say nice things in the comments, which actually brings in potential more eyeballs because they're talking about their agent publicly in the comments saying, oh yeah, thank you for posting this. It reminded me of X, Y, Z when we work together. I see that. But you, if you're getting zero and you want to go from zero to 10, just maybe this is the way I'm going to make it super simple. You want 10 likes, 10 comments coming into you, mm-hmm. go out and give 10. Yeah. Just make it equal. Go out and give 10. 10 people who are active don't go out and comment on people that aren't active and it's okay if they're how, not your how do you how do you know that though because i might go to your page and say well I, she hasn't posted in three weeks she's not active you see i have tons of activity so because, i'm a different because animal. your activity is engagement on an individual post yes i i'm a different animal now did i just post about uh, how many hours ago now I just posted about 10 hours ago. I mean, I was up all night almost because <laughs> it's super for exciting. For another reason, for another reason. Yes. Right. Like I could not sleep. I was so excited. So yeah. But um, yes, if you, if you want to get visibility, I tell people it's my comment strategy. You're going to pick, if you can pick three current clients, or somebody in your current eye line that is active on LinkedIn that is currently somebody you're either collaborating with. It could be a podcast. That's current. Like they're not, they didn't buy, but they, you exchanged value currency. You and me are exchanging time and social capital and we're exchanging things of value. So it is a current client right now. You are a current client, Jeff. (laughs) But then your peers Pick three peers, pick three people ahead of you, maybe people you look up to, maybe somebody that's influential, and then pick a wild card, just somebody for fun. Maybe you like gardening and you want to find the gardening side of LinkedIn. There's all kinds Hmm. of sides of LinkedIn. They exist. And and you find that just by using the search bar, right? Yes. Or you can try hashtags, hashtag gardening. (laughs) But let me ask you this though, on one thing that you said there, because I think a lot of us, 
my first inclination was, well, I'm going to go engage with people that get a ton of engagement. But there's also a flip side to that because people that get a ton of engagement sometimes can't keep up with the engagement. You mm-hmm. know, it's like it's like uh, uh, Zach Faust on on TikTok. He's got a million and a half followers, and he says, "I actually hate the platform anymore because I can't." I cannot engage with all of my audience anymore. It's gotten too big and it sucks because I want to engage. And that's why I like Instagram because it's smaller, blah, blah, blah. Is that true to a certain degree? Like you've got to be careful who you choose because if you go choose Gary V, you're not going to get a whole lot of response, right? He's just, there's too much. I, there's yes and a no. Okay. So I choose Gary V, okay. but Gary V's on my periphery strategy where if I know that he's posting and he's posted within the past, I don't know what to call it, maybe two or three minutes and I become an early commenter, I have actually had my comment get tons of likes and comments. I It's almost like I just posted a post. Oh, that's really, that's really wise. And I, I will tell you, I had a client get 1 million views in six weeks. And part of the magic sauce of 1 million views in six weeks. Now, granted, there's a lot of things that are moving. It's, it's, I don't want to give you a magic bullet where you're like, I can go do this and then it's going to be done. But one thing in the magic bullet is she was an early commenter on Ariana Huffington's post. So Ariana Huffington has 9 million followers. So her comment got a ton of visibility yeah which turned into a request from the team to turn that into an article on Thrive, which then turned into Ariana, uh, maybe a month later, sharing that original, like that Thrive article that got created from a comment, ended up getting shared by Ariana Huffington as an original post with tagging my client. What was the comment that made it so profound or so interesting? Um, so I have it, it was to say, obviously, it was obviously better than great job and better than just yeah. emojis, right? <laughs> it was, first of all, anytime you can acknowledge the original thought piece of Gary Vaynerchuk or Aaron Huffington, their teams are watching. So the best thing I tell people to do, step number one, active listen back to what they just posted. If you go in with, but I think this, they don't feel seen and heard. And they don't read your comment because they just think you're posturing. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's a nice comment. But if you turn around and connect breadcrumbs or dots to your original thought, that is powerful. And that's what my client did. She reflected back what the original post was about, added a kind of alternate opinion that came from a place of, I think the post was about work-life balance. And she said, I like working a lot. I want work-work balance. (laughs) Like she just loves working. And she was like, I don't want to be ashamed. I don't want to be shamed into not working and sitting on the couch and relaxing or trying to do something that's self-care when I think working is self-care. Yeah. She's like, I love getting stuff done. (laughs) Did she write a paragraph? Yeah, it was a full paragraph just from comment. the comment. It was a comment um, that she wrote a long ass. It was a long ass comment. It wasn't just one can liner. Make long ass comments. LinkedIn gives you the space to write long ass comments. I love it. I love it. Well, Judy, this and is, then here's this one more tip. Go, please. Take, because guess what that did, right? That long ass comment, whether you get the permission from Ariana Huffington or not, you take that long ass comment and you 
take a screenshot or you copy and paste it and you keep it in your uh, content generating machine, whatever you use to connect the dots of your content, you make a post, you make a post from that comment. Those comments that I just told you to make those 10 comments, I told you to make high quality ones. They are not wasted. I have content for days, for years. I have years worth of content because I make high quality comments. My High quality comments can be turned into posts, original posts that are my brain. How so? Because wow. I, you say amazing things when you, when somebody triggers. Uh, I get it, and then you just take it and repurpose it as a got it. Yeah. You, now, do you have to acknowledge where the original thread came from? Not at the top. You own your original thoughts. If you want to be good, if you want to be good social capital you can honor where you got the um, idea from. Not to mention you're tagging those people, which is probably just helping that visibility, right? Right. And it's not spam tagging at that point. Yeah, correct. You're being relevant. You're yep. literally saying, here's my thought in your post because you're now making posts. Finally, she's like, oh my gosh, how long did it take for her to get to content? You take your comments, turn them into content and you tag uh, Judy Fox. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> And you say, Judy Fox inspired me. And, yep. you know, we all want to be complimented and we all want to, people are getting inspired every day, listening to your podcast. We're, we're generating ideas all the time and just turning around and honoring that is just nice. It's, it's a great honor to know that your content made a ripple effect out into the world. Sure. Yeah. I mean, as a content creator, I love it when people do that. And a lot of people think they're afraid, like, well, I'm afraid I'm stealing it. No, you're not. Please take it. Give me, give me credit. Cause that just helps my brand. Thank love you. It. I love it. Yeah. I, I love that the spam tagger that you just gave me, I'm going to, that, that's going to be a post. Yes. That's going to be a post and drunk on social. Cause it's funny. I just posted the other day saying pinging is becoming the new spamming. Don't be a spammer, <laughs> you know, like, cause people just ping everybody and it's like, be an intentional pinger. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. The like, word ping is, just, I'm so used to the word ping now, Right. but when I use taboo. it for other people, they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yes. Yes. I can't stand it. And I cannot stand, I remove my tag. Like I waste my own time when I get tagged, when there's a hundred people tagged in something that I have no relevance to, I'm like, that pisses me off. Don't tag me, tag me when it matters. Like that, that's, that's just stupid. And it doesn't, even, it doesn't even work. I literally have a video coming out about this. I'm going to have to merge that video. Like it's so good. You tag me in that video because now okay. we talked about it. Because I, I want to see video. it and then I'm going to share it. I, I literally it. tell people, don't be a big blue blobber. I love it. I love because it. those are big blue blobs of nothingness. Yeah. I see a blue. But the, and it's like, they're living like five years ago. They're living five years ago where they think that ma that worked for probably a minute. And then the algorithm figured it out and was like, uh-uh. We're not going to let you cheat. Yeah, like they that. hate that. Yeah. It's gross. I love it. And love we, it. as anyone creating content, you don't want to be part of a big blue blob. And you also don't want to be a part of just, whew, people are just trying to get visibility. And we can tell that you are, you're like anxious. Like, please look at my post. Please look at my yeah. post. Please look at my post. That actually causes us to go, I never want to see your post. I never want to yeah. see your post. I never want to see your post. Yeah. That, that, that <laughs> so goes that back to- energy collides. Correct. Just calm down. You, you, can, you can sense the people that come from contribution that just want to bring value. And, and that's why captions have become stories. Like it used to be, oh, keep it just one line. Keep it simple. No, now it's like tell a freaking story or your mm -hmm. post is like kind of a waste. Like tell yeah. a damn story. 
I love it. Well, we're running out Ooh, of time. We so can got, don't talk forever. I, I, we can, we can. And and we're going to talk about that as soon as I hang, hang up because we're going to do this again. But I got two things I want to end with. Um, number one, um, I want you to let our audience know how can they get a hold of you? Uh, because this has been phenomenal. I think there's a lot of people that are going to say, holy cow, wow. Like, I need this. I need you in my life. Judy, obviously they know where to find you. And it's, by the way, it's Judy, J-U-D-I. Not why. Mm-hmm. I tried buying why, but it didn't work. I tried <laughs> buying. She's she's doing amazing work herself, but it is a. I don't even. Ad, I, I'm advertising her. She does naked sculptures. So if you land on naked sculptures, Whoa. you're in the wrong spot. Whoa. If you land on Judi Fox, you land on LinkedIn. You so land we on are. Clothed. Yes. I I mean, her work, amazing. I love it. It's hilarious that she and I are somehow connected and we've never talked. That's great. This is awesome. So, okay. They can find you on LinkedIn. Like say somebody says, what Judy, you didn't even really tell me what you do. You're just really good at it. But what do you do? Like, do you have clients? Do do you coach? I have clients for days. Um, What do you do do with them? I take them through right now. Again, everything changed in 2020 because the speed had to be sped up that vertical to get to whatever. I mean, I'm getting my clients don't even, I am getting my clients to a thousand likes and comments, uh, you know, let alone a hundred, let alone a thousand. I mean, when I say I'm taking you there, I'm starting clients that are starting at uh, 400 followers or a thousand followers. So do not worry. Do not worry about your followers on LinkedIn. If you need me to accelerate you, that's what I do. But here's the deal. I now have a four-week program that I take people through. That's what I do. I, it's a container, and I'm 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 intense. It's an accelerator. You do not need to pull every lever lever on LinkedIn. You don't need. It's like don't worry about that. Like <laughs> there are things on LinkedIn that you will go and you will meet other trainers and people telling you to do stuff. I am different. I'm going to be really clear that if you want business, if you want that visibility. There are things you do. And if you question it, you're probably not going to get it because <laughs> it. it works. Love Every it. client that signs on, they're like, but it's not I the know. normal. It's not Instagram. It's not Facebook. It's not YouTube. It's not Twitter. It's LinkedIn. And just, it's an ecosystem that once you unlock it, it's amazing. There's a lot of parallels to Instagram, by the way. Um, there are. Actually, there actually I feel really like are. I just started on Instagram. I haven't been on there very long. You're going to do just fine. And I started and I'm almost at 4,000 followers. Mm -hmm. Although Instagram, I think you need to post more often than once a month. I mean, actually, I I post less than once a month. Oh my God. How often do I post? I post hilariously little. Well, and that's, that's your mojo. But I mean, I think, you know, like stories are designed, like stories are designed for every day. That's what that was designed for. But you're going to prove that there's more than one way to skin a cat. And that's a fact. Like there is no one, there's no one Gary Vaynerchuk way. There's a lot of ways. He just has one of the ways. I love it. And I have one of the ways that does not make you pull your hair out. And I'll just be really blunt. You are going to, you're going to attract some people with that. that (laughs) I'm going to be really blunt. I'm a single mom. I don't have time for all the things on social media, but I still get people telling me I seem omnipresent. Yeah, that's winning. I will tell you why. (laughs) And one more thing. If you come to LinkedIn, please follow my hashtag. Type in the search bar, hashtag Fox Rocks. Is it R-O-C-K-S? R-O-C-K-S, yeah. I finally did something right where you can spell it like it is. (laughs) 
go to hashtag Fox rocks and follow it. I always Uh appreciate that. And guess what, what happens when Jeff posts his post, my, the people that are all following that hashtag are not only going to see when I talk about Jeff's post, they're going to see when Jeff talks about this post. So it is a community of people following that hashtag. And right now it's almost going to be, I think it's at 560 people following it. So do you want 560 likes and comments? Please do not spam that hashtag. But (laughs) because (laughs) to be honest, my audience, my audience will not like and comment if it's not about me to be blunt. Yeah. I'd be really blunt. People have tried to spam it. Zero likes and comments. If it's about awesome. me, Dustin uh, with Massive Agent Podcast just posted. Wrong. Yeah. He got thousands and thousands of views. Well, you're going on my story today because I just took a picture of us. So yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, so last thing, last thing real quick. Uh, without And LinkedIn has LinkedIn stories with swipe yes, up. They do. Yes, they do. With yes, swipe do. up. And you don't have to have a thousand followers or 10,000 followers. You don't have to have 10,000. You have to have 5,000. Okay. Well, so that's important. If you want to get to 5,000, you can get them there. You can get them there. So real quick, last thing, uh, cause we got to go. You're, you're on something huge with clubhouse. It just tease our audience. Like it probably already ha- will have happened by the time we get there, but I want you to say it because those of you, it's just going to validate you. We're recording this on January 15th. This may not come out until late March or April, because that's just how we roll at lab code agents. We've got a lot of guests, what is it that you're working on in the, the current present that is now going to be the future when someone's listening to this? I am the first person as of January 14th that merged LinkedIn events, running a LinkedIn event with a clubhouse event at the same time. And the beauty of that was 167 people in the audience of the, of the audience of the clubhouse event are commenting and engaging, making polls, making posts, connecting with each other in the LinkedIn event, 167 people. I'm getting like so many conversations happening over here on LinkedIn. At one point we had 300 people on a LinkedIn event chat live, 300 people on LinkedIn And from somebody running the event, it is extremely exciting because at the end of the event, I get every connection. I get every one. I can message every single person that was in the audience of that clubhouse room instantaneously, not DMs, not all this other funnel stuff. It's just simply opening up a LinkedIn event. If you don't know how to do it, then you got to hire me. I love it. Is, is that, is that, is, would that be similar, but maybe slightly different? The other night we did a, we had a zoom webinar that mm-hmm. we streamed live to Facebook and also put it into a room at the same time. So we are talking. So the, the, the moderator, the head moderator just turned his phone on speaker so that when we are talking into our microphones virtually, the clubhouse room can hear what's actually happening in the zoom room slash Facebook live. Same concept. No, I love it. Because at the end, what happened at the end? Were you able to immediately, immediately message, thank you for coming? No. Were you that's able where to- a LinkedIn event is different. I can still, yesterday the event ended, I can still reach out to ev- all 300 people that were in that chat. 
I can still run that chat and say, thank you so much. Our next event is going to be this. I am maintaining a 300 person audience on LinkedIn right now, live that I can reinvigorate. And that's what I'm going to do right after this call. I am so freaking excited. And I think I have 30,000 things happening, but I am so blown away because that's mind blowing. Yeah. Do you, do you see the difference between the zoom 100%. thing now and 100%. LinkedIn events? Yeah. Oh, I, I, as the clubhouse room was running, I said, everybody in the audience, go check out. I just posted a poll. Do you believe in quality content or quantity content? And I just made a simple question. I got 45 votes immediately. It just feels different. And the different. final thing is they get to, the value to them. The value to the audience is even higher than a Zoom. You kind of see people, your username, your name, but there's no real deeper. They're all connecting with each other on LinkedIn. Immediately they're chatting and, the, and they can just connect right there. Click, connect, connect, connect. You're literally connecting with people that you're seeing in a clubhouse room. And instead of having to click over and do all these things, you're connecting right there. Yeah. You're, you're next to each other in a clubhouse little circle right there, but you're immediately connecting on LinkedIn. If you didn't get enough nuggets out of this podcast episode, <laughs> that right there, just, just like was a mic drop. Judy, this has been phenomenal. Uh, again, let me let me spell it out because I've got to run to another call, but it's it's Judy, J-U-D-I Fox. Go follow her on LinkedIn. Go follow and her Clubhouse. on Instagram. Go follow her Judy on Fox Clubhouse. Judy Fox rocks on Clubhouse. Judy Fox rocks. Remember, if you have an intentional post, hashtag Fox rocks on Did Instagram. talk about this? Yes. Yes. Uh, so good. Judy, this has been Awesome. I'm look. I'm already looking forward to the next time that we don't even have scheduled yet, but we're we're, we're about ready to schedule it. Yes. Judy, thank you so much. It was thank been great you so to much chat with you. too. <laughs> this episode of Lab Code Agents Podcast is brought to you by Link U. That's L I N K. The letter U. Link U increases your referrals and conversions with automated and personalized digital follow up. Link U's ultimate follow up machine and done for you follow up services can save you time, money, and energy by putting your follow up on autopilot. And that's something we all need. This is how you get in front of your SOI and past clients and all different types of leads to get that consistency that you've been looking for. You want to learn more? Then you've got to attend one of their webinars hosted by LinkU's CEO and my friend Wesley Rocha, where he reveals his follow-up secrets and the fastest way to double your real estate business. You can register now at www.followuplab.com. Trust me, this is not something you want to miss. Register now at followuplab.com. Lab Coat Agents Podcasts.